Good morning. Monday, March 9th, 2020. This is We Live on a Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. This is episode 368. A little bit of culture this morning, huh? Mm-hmm-hmm. Listen to us. <laughs> Glad you're here. Wow. Wait to hear how balmy it is here in the city of Oswego, New York this morning. It's 48 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 46. Highs are going to be about 57 degrees Fahrenheit. I'll take it. 57. Yes, please. Winds are out of the south, uh, seven miles per hour. I cannot wait to tell you about my trip to Chapel Hill, North Carolina to go meet with the Carpe team. Oh, man, it was a blast. And uh, I'll try to contain myself. I'll try to talk slowly. That's why I started off with a little bit of culture to try to remind myself to contain my excitement. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. Let's start off with our quote, and when we come back, I'll tell you about my trip and much more. We've got a good show. It will be a lot of fun, and I can't wait to fill you in. Never give up on something that you can't go a day without thinking about. Winston Churchill. I almost gave up on uh, We Live on a Planet right after my accident. We'll talk a little bit about that, too. Stick around. We'll be right back. I said it's Monday morning for me maybe it's not Monday morning for you and maybe you're not uh listening in the morning but man it feels good here it's nice to not have the heat pumping just that feeling um I'm talking right now this morning I'm wondering how you think of the sound quality this is my new Shure MV51 and I'm I'm loving it I really enjoy this new microphone and uh, I think the sound quality is top-notch. I've been looking at this microphone for about three years. Almost as soon as I started my podcast, I've had an eye on this girl, and she's pretty. It looks just like an old-time microphone that you used to see Elvis use, or um, remember when you'd go to the drive-in theaters and that speaker that you would hang on your window? It looks an awful lot like that. We still have a drive-in not far from the city of Oswego, New York, in a town called Minetto. New York, and um, they have a drive-in theater there, and it's awesome. You can go real cheap. I can remember um, bringing my youngest there with a pizza and backing the vehicle in and taking the seats and pushing them all down and bringing pillows and blankets and good times. Drive-ins are good memories. Everybody's out with a Frisbee or a football, throwing it around in the field, waiting for the movie to start, and then you get like... You can't beat it because you get like, what, three movies for a real cheap price for just the car load. Pretty neat. So my trip to Chapel Hill to see the Carpe team. If you're new to the show, you might not know who I'm talking about. But what I did was I went and uh, shot a commercial Friday in Chapel Hill with a company called Carpe, C-A-R-P-E. You can find them at mycarpe. Dot com and they have antiperspirant lotion they have hand lotion foot lotion thigh lotion groin cream breast uh, cream and then also underarm antiperspirant and I've suffered from hyperhidrosis for years which is excessive sweating and my wife found this product for me and I started using it and it worked I 
couldn't believe it it worked because I've tried so many different products and to have one that finally worked I love it just that freedom that I get of not being soaking wet it if you ever have or have right now suffering from it you know what I mean and it's miserable it, may, it changes how you dress and what you wear and you go to a nice event and you heaven forbid you have like a baby blue shirt on or something or a nice silk looking shirt as soon as you put it on you get those terrible pit stains and they're there for the rest of the night rest of the evening and it stinks not stinks literally smelling you hope you don't but with this product I'm using it works and so they flew me out we shot a commercial and I I freaking nailed it I really did I'm not trying to toot my own horn but I wouldn't have changed anything about it I really wouldn't have and Casper and David and uh, Chris who I met are just fantastic and I felt instantly like I was part of the family and I wasn't nervous and I'm not used to being in front of a camera hey being in front of a microphone that's easy for me well not always easy but I enjoy that but being in front of a camera that's a whole nother animal and um, they told me that they I didn't seem nervous and I was nervous but they were like the camera really likes you and I'm like oh great you know this is fun and I get done shooting it was so neat though because even though I'm using so I'm using the product and uh, I'm my armpits weren't wet but being in front of the cameras my face and everything started getting sweaty so we would take five and they had these like little rice paper things that you'd blot your face to soak up the sweat and get the shine off and then uh, they have the carpe face lotion so I would just put that on and that would really help with the lights and stuff and I wouldn't be sweating and it was just it was a blast and so we get done and I I'm saying to Casper he's the CEO and um, he was also the one shooting the video or commercial which was neat he's producing it him and his team and he uh, I'm sorry I keep saying uh, uh. <laughs> oh gosh I, I said to him how I've been seeing the commercials the carpet commercials later on in the evening and um, here I did it again oh my gosh you know what it is I'm because I have my headphones on and I'm using my new microphone, I can hear myself like perfect. And so I'm like so self-conscious right now. Okay, so he told me, I told him how I'd seen the commercials and I go to him, wow, that this would be crazy to see myself on a commercial. And he said, oh, you think that's crazy? Wait till you see yourself, or see it on the Super Bowl. And I laughed, I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, no, no, I'm deadly serious. I'm serious. And so that's their plan. They're really, you know, and a lot of companies that are starting out cut their teeth on the Super Bowl. GoDaddy, for one, you know, that web builder. And I would just be flattered and amazed. And so I'm telling them, too, I'm like, you know, I want to be the voice of Carpe. That would be great. And anytime anybody hears that, they're going to know. That that's the product carpe and they're down you know and then they're also down to be on the podcast i asked them if they would like to come on and be a guest so they can explain 
how they started. And it's really interesting story. One's a Duke grad and the other's a UNC grad. And they're just really intelligent guys. And I think it would be a lot of fun to have them on. And you know what, too? Sobriety has given me so much because it was so nice to be sober for this because I got upgraded to first class. And in first class, I've only been flown first class in my life. And it was amazing. I'll tell you about that story after we take a break. But being sober was amazing. And not smoking is amazing too because when I got off my plane, I had like long layovers. So you're stuck in the airport and all that garbage. And when I got off to the plane and then the guys came to the airport to pick me up, the first thing I did when I got off the airport was just wait, to wait for them to get me. I wasn't saying, okay, I got to burn a cigarette. Rip. Where, where can I find a place to go have a cigarette? And then meet these guys with that cigarette smoke lingering around me. And then, hey, after we shoot a couple things and you're telling me take five, that take five, I'm going to go out and run, run out and have a cigarette real quick. And it just feels that freedom is amazing. All right, stick around. We'll be, we'll be right back. And we'll talk some more stuff. I want to tell you about how I got upgraded to first class because it was amazing. And I, oh, and I want to tell you a little bit more about some of the strange things I saw on my trip because of uh, the coronavirus. I'll be back. So um, all the interesting things I saw on my trip to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, I saw somebody in North Carolina getting out of their car, grabbing their suitcase in a Tyvek suit. And if you're like, what's a Tyvek suit? What, what is that, Patrick? For those of you who do not know what those are, those are those white suits with the zipper, full body suits with the feet in them and everything that you might see somebody that uh, is removing asbestos or at a crime scene on those shows on CIS, yeah. Hazmat suit almost. A traveler, not like a, a medical person. It was somebody traveling. I can see, you know, being using precautions. The best precaution is just wash your hands. Wash your hands and don't wash them slow. Wash them vigorous, like 20 seconds, vigorously moving your hands. That's proper wash, wash hand washing procedures but I saw a lot of people in masks I saw a couple of people wearing masks and gloves it was just um something it's something this coronavirus is something anyways I think I remember seeing the map of the United States and only a couple of the states were red and I told my wife I'm like it's not going to be that much longer that's all going to be red and it's close to all being red so how did I get upgraded to first class, you might ask? I'm telling you what, it was amazing. I flew first class over 20 years ago, and the first time that was amazing. And they give you, at the time, they you'd order a drink and they'd give it to you in a real glass. I couldn't believe that that happened back then. And now, now they don't because of all kinds of regulations and everything. But you know what they do? They ask you, do you want us to hang up your jacket? And then they'll take your jacket and hang it up for you. But I was sitting in airport in Dulles, and I had a long layover, and I had my 
power block for to charge my phone and I brought it along with me just because my wife had suggested to bring it and I was like oh, I don't think I'll need it it's just a day trip my phone keeps power for a long time I'll bring my cord out plug it in at the airport and I was like I don't really want to trick around with that and she's just like encouraged me to bring it so I did I'm sitting at the airport and I'm kind of bored I've walked around I've done all kinds of stuff I walked into the duty free shop you name it I just kind of walked around and milled around I'm sitting there and I look at my phone and I'm probably at just a little under 50%, but I decide I'm going to just pull out my power block and charge it. And as I do, the lady that's working at our gate sees me do this and I can see that she's noticing me doing this and it's almost like I'm doing something wrong. And she starts approaching me and I can see her out of my peripheral vision. I'm like, okay, well, she's about to say something to me. And sure enough, she did. She goes, Excuse me, are you um, you using a power block right now for your phone? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And the lady right next to me is kind of like watching what's going on and listening. And she goes, can I, oh, can I use that? My phone is totally dead and I'm wondering if I can use that. And I'm, I'm, I'm from a small town. I'm a country guy and everything. And from where I am, you help a lot of people. And so I just, I'm like, oh, absolutely. Heck yeah, you can. And I don't think you have to be from a small town to be like that. But I'm just making that point from where I am. You just kind of, I don't know. It's probably because I'm so close to Canada and they're so friendly there. And I say, yeah. And the woman next to me is kind of like, you can see, she can't believe that this worker has just asked me if she can use my power thing. Because obviously if I'm using it, it must mean my phone needs the power. So why would you really come up and ask somebody to use it? Most people probably would have said, uh, no, or maybe when I'm done using it and charging my phone, maybe I'll let you use it if my flight hasn't left yet. Because every flight I flew on, since they were just short little flights, they were the smaller planes and none of them had USBs anyway. So I was glad I brought that. So I gave it to her and I unplug it and I hand it to her and then she goes, oh, can I use your cord too? And I said, yeah, absolutely. Give her the cord. She uses it. She comes back. Then she says to me, sir, what, what seat are you in? And I'm like, uh, 18D. She's like, all right. And she doesn't say anything else and just walks away. And I'm waiting for my flight. And about 10 minutes, 15 minutes before boarding, I check on the, my phone and look at the app for to remember my seat and just so I can just kind of walk in and go to it. And all of a sudden, I look down, and I realize I'm not in the same seat. I'm upgraded to first class. She didn't even say anything to me. And so when they called first class, I just kind of walked up and I went right up to her and I was like, did you upgrade me? And she goes, I did. Enjoy your flight. I said, oh my gosh, this was amazing. And then when I got onto the plane, we we're all get onto it. And as soon as we were taxiing and we're doing all this, we didn't even make it to the runway and we're on the tarmac and the pilot comes on. You know how the pilot voice, hello, yeah. How the pilots all talk, you can barely understand them. We're laid up. There's some weather in LaGuardia, so we're going to be stuck here for about 45 minutes. Well, it was longer than 45 minutes, and you could hear the groan in the plane, but I wasn't groaning. I'm sitting in first class. I'm like, cranberry on the rocks and keep them coming. It was, it was amazing. Just fun. And just my trip to Chapel Hill, to, to Carpe. You know, even if for some reason something doesn't come out of this and I don't become their voice or my maybe my sh 
my commercial isn't as great as I thought it was, even though they told me, I mean, they really, really enjoyed how I, how I did. And I really felt it was genuine. And even if for some reason it doesn't make it to the cutting floor or anything, nobody can take away that experience I had. And that experience was once in a lifetime. It truly was. So thank you, Carpe team. If you're listening, I would be flattered if you were. Well, I'm going to be flat. I'm going to have them on my podcast. It's going to be fun. And they're going places. Carpe is going places. In December of 2000, or in 2019, their antiperspirant lotion, their hand lotion, was featured on the Today Show of 25 top products to be looking at. And they just got some big grants too, over $6 million in grants. And so they're they're going places. They're not just some fly-by-night company. They've been in business since they were in college. They started it in 2015. Pretty pretty neat stuff. All right, stick around. We got a lot more of the show. and We'll dive into all those things when we come back. I'll be right back. back my friends thank you so much for coming on back to the show so yeah it was just awesome great time wouldn't change a thing and I had a blast and I really feel that I'm going to be a good part of the Carpe family I can I'm willing it right now I'm just willing it in the universe and it's weird how a lot of times people are like oh I can't you know I wish I could just get a big break or this and that and and all of a sudden it's occurring to me I'm like this was it. This was my big break. And, and I feel like I nailed it. And my voice has been, I've had people for years tell me I have a great voice and I could picture if they gave me a script and taking my time being that carpe voice, you know, not being all like, Hey, this, that, which I can do and be all phony, but just read it the way they want it and be able to put the emphasis in it. Or it'd be great. It would be a lot of fun to do something like that. I'm not looking for fame. I'm looking just for to do something that I would really enjoy and use a, a talent that I have. And I feel like right now, which has been amazing for me, is I've been on a real big upswing. And so having bipolar can be such a terrible thing. And it is a terrible thing. And I hate it. And it's been a bane of my existence. But there's times, like when I'm in this slight mania and definitely was one, and anybody would be on an upswing or happy when something like this is happening. But I could feel something with me too, chemically going on, and it just makes me feel super creative, super spot on, super like I can do anything and nothing's going to stop me, and I feel invincible, and I can do it, and I, I've got the greatest ideas and the best sliced bread that you've ever had type feeling, you know? And I needed that, and I it worked to my advantage. But I, I was able to use it to where I'm not talking too much because there's times when you're in a mania that it's hard to be around somebody like that. And I my family's seen me like that, and it can be very difficult. And so I wasn't over manic, but just enough to where I was able to be right on top of my game. It felt great. It felt good. So let's let's head on over to the um, History Channel's website. Oh, what are we hearing now? Wait, why are we hearing that? <laughs> That's enough. My producer. 
Oh, I know why. Because on this day, 1959, the first Barbie doll goes on display at the American Toy Fair in New York City. Boy, boy, she's popular, huh? Barbie can do anything. Barbie can, you name it. Barbie does it. All you have to do is go online and see. There's something my wife showed me before. Some Vine or v meme or whatever the heck it was. Some video of some guy going in a supermarket or a store, a Toys R Us or one of those things, or a Walmart probably, pointing out everything that Barbie does. 1918, March 9th, 1918, the Russian Bolshevik Party becomes the Communist Party. I remember that learning about the Bolsheviks in high school, probably ninth grade or whatever, and making fun of that name. And thinking I was, you know, I was a class clown and I remember Bolshevik and saying it's, it sounded like bullshit and thinking that's all funny. Yeah, you know, people thought, you think the word fart is funny when you're a kid. So the word Bolshevik, funny. 1916, wherever, how random. 1916, Germany declares war on Portugal. I did a, in high school before, a school report on Portugal. I don't remember anything about it, but you had to know like their crop, their cash crop what they're known for, all that kind of stuff. And this was back in the day when you're going to the library and using encyclopedias and looking at all kinds of stuff. And I went to a small little Catholic school. So a lot of the library was ancient anyways, and the books we're using were kind of ancient. So I remember struggling to find stuff on Portugal way back in the day. 1841, this is about slavery, Supreme Court rules, an Amstead slave ship mutiny case. They rule on that. See, all these two, if you want to learn more, we're just doing just the skimming. Want to just kind of wrinkle on our brain and think about what things happened in history before. World War II, 1945, a firebombing of Tokyo. On the night of March 9, 1945, U.S. warplanes launched a new bombing offensive against Japan, dropping 2,000 tons of incendiary bombs on Tokyo over the course of the next 48 hours. Dang. 1970. Speaking of 1970, that's my birth year. My birth year, or my birth, not my birth year, my birthday is coming up March 16th. I can't believe it. I'm going to be 50. I'm 50. I can still kick it, but I'm 50. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, 1996. Comedian George Byrne dies at the age of of 100 George Burns I remember when I was a kid that movie Oh God and he played God and that movie was awesome and George Burns was awesome him and Gracie Gracie Allen had their yeah good stuff good stuff with him lost a good one man he was 100 years old though you know he lived a long life 1997 rapper Notorious B.I.G. Biggie, he's killed in L.A., Los Angeles. They've never, you know, it's weird with him, Tupac. Nobody's talking about what happened to those guys, that's for sure. It's 1985, first Adopt a Highway sign goes up. You ever seen those, Adopt a Highway signs? It's a good initiative, keeping our planet clean. So, yeah, that's uh, a little bit of this day of history. When we come back, we'll probably head on over to the facts site and learn a couple facts. We'll take a 
phone call from you guys. I'll tell you later on how you can be a part of the show. All that good stuff. So we got that much more. We still got more of the show, so stick around. We'll be right back. we heard enough of that but i guess the reason why we're hearing that is because whenever i hear that type of music i think of like glow sticks you know raves and people just kind of going around so what are glow sticks i can hear you say what are they yeah you know those plastic tubes when you shake them and break them they'll glow good you know they glow good (laughs) they glow well (laughs) can you speak you know it's fun they're they're typically those those thin tubes 10 to 14 centimeters long Although they, you can wear them as glow uh, wearable ones, those ones around your neck and everything like that. You've probably seen them all around at festivals and Halloween parties. They light up, though, in a chemical procedure known as chemical luminescence. You've probably heard of bioluminescence, an animal, the animal kingdom, which they glow in the depths of the ocean or fireflies or lightning bugs, where depending on the part of the planet or wherever region you, you live, I called them lightning bugs growing up. But I also interchanged and called them fireflies. I think mostly, though, lightning bugs was the name that I called those. But in chemical luminescence, a chemical reaction causes a release of energy. Electrons in the chemicals rise to a higher energy level. When the electrons drop back to normal levels, they produce energy in the form of light. That's why they glow. In glow sticks, the chemicals used... To form the reaction are hydrogen peroxide. We all know what that is. Remember when you were a little kid, you get an ear infection, your mom dumped that stuff in your ear and it all bubbles and you can hear it and stuff. Or you'd cut your finger, put it on. And a combination of phenyl oscillate ester, ester, and a fluorescent dye that gives the glow stick its groovy color. I think it is groovy. And I love that word groovy. The hydrogen peroxide is, is enclosed in a glass tube and it randomly floats inside the mixture which is inside the plastic stick. So bending the stick causes the glass tube to break, which releases the hydrogen peroxide. Chemical reaction makes it glow, that chemical luminescence. There's two things, though, about the glow stick. I know, you're probably like, man, you know, Patrick, thank you, because I've been wondering for a long time about glow sticks. You never know what you're going to learn here at We Live on a Planet, from Barbie to glow sticks to... um, how expensive pineapples are before we've talked about the most expensive pineapple. It, uh, to make your glow stick last longer, put it in the freezer. The glow won't be as bright, but it will last much longer. So maybe if you're going to be at a night party and out there all, all night and you want your glow stick to really be the one standing out. But if you want to make it really stand out and be really bright, heat the glow stick up. It will cut the the amount of time it glows, but it's going to be much brighter. I saw a video before where some uh, some teenage kid put one in the microwave, and he put it in there too long. And when he took it out, he was shaking it and looking at it, and the thing blew up and blew up in his face. I was like, oh, my God, I'm hot, just all that. And I was like, oh, my, the first night when I saw it, I was like, look at this chemicals on this kid's face. And then realizing it's just really hydrogen peroxide and some, some alcohol mixture and other stuff. It's not like it was, 
what it was is burning, scalding hot. Huh, poor kid, what an idiot though. So the stuff that kids are doing, you know, from Tide Pods to the brain breaking challenge or whatever, where they're kicking their feet out from kids. We didn't do anything like that. When I, I mean, we did wedgies, I guess, and noogies, but not anything where it's causing that great of bodily harm salt challenge right now there are people dumping salt down their throats oh my gosh all right so um what do we what else oh i'm what else were we going to talk about i think that's good we did the history channel we did a little bit of facts we learned some random stuff my trip to chapel hill was able to talk about that i want to take some phone call uh, take a phone call from you guys oh i'm excited too I've got some um, through Sticker Mule. You've heard me talk about them. I've won that $500 gift card. That's how I bought this Sure MV51 that I've been looking at because she wasn't cheap, but it's well worth it. And I think the podcast is worth it for the investment. You guys are worth it. You're worth every dang penny. <laughs> oh, that was a little late. <laughs> so, um, but I have some holographic stickers coming from sticker mule they were running a special 50 stickers for just a really really cheap price for like almost 100 percent off they're running sticker um promos all the time they're right out of amsterdam new york right a rock throw from where i went to college i went to college in herkimer new york and i got a wall graphic a wall graphic that's my logo for we live on a planet and i'm gonna put it here in the studios behind me so I can look at it every time I walk in and be all proud of We Live on a Planet. Because I am. I love this podcast, and it means a lot to me. And I'm glad I didn't give up on it. I said, you know, earlier in the show, our, our Winston Churchill said, never give up on something that you can't go a day without thinking about. And I couldn't go a day without thinking about We Live on a Planet. And right after my accident, all I could think about was getting better. And I thought about We Live on a Planet, and I wanted to take care of it, but mentally, that everything, I was physically crushed, mentally crushed, laid up in a hospital for almost a month, and then being in a hospital bed downstairs and being laid up, and it was just brutal. 2019 was not a good year. And I, oh, ouch, I just nailed my knee. Did you hear that? I'm so clumsy sometimes. If you know me, you'll laugh right now because you're like, I can tell you just what a moron. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I almost gave up. I almost gave up on We Live on a Planet, and I'm glad I didn't. And I'm glad you didn't give up on me, and so thank you for sticking around. You know what you could do is do me a favor. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Please, tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. And also, I'm running a giveaway. Maybe you know about that, but I'm going to tell you about that when we come back. Stick around. Good morning, Patrick. I'm enjoying your latest episode. This is a little early. I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. Happy birthday and many more. Also, I wanted to say, it's so funny that you mentioned about just recently purchasing a fountain pen. I recently had done likewise while I was shopping at a local Michael's art supply store. 
about a month or so back, I think it was, I got it. And um, when I saw it, I just, it was marked down deep discount. And I saw it, I was like, you know what? Perfect. <laughs> I had been thinking about getting back into writing, especially in particular poetry. And when I saw that, I took it as a sign. So yeah, uh, I do plan on getting back into that habit ASAP. And I, ha I put that where it will remind me and not let me forget that promise to myself. Sometimes um, those of us who are challenged about that, we're great about being real sticklers for uh, being people of our word and following through with promises for other people. But when it comes to doing so for ourselves, that's where our particular cross to bear or challenge of life <laughs> primarily seems to, to be in that zone right there. Um, I'm one of those people, especially of late. And, and so that's why I do those, those tricks with myself so that I can, I, I can't avoid, <laughs> I can't avoid it. Um, yeah. And thank you so much, Patrick, for, for, all that you share and, and for your variety and the positivity that comes through big time in your, well, every episode of your podcast, really. But especially, I must say, you are, in a sense, a healer in that way. Thank you. Thank you for that phone, those phone calls, Lisa, from... Uh... Lisa, from her wokeness, talking about episode 367, the last one about my fountain pen obsession. And I love it. I bought one from Amazon for $9.99. Well, Sticker Mule bought one from Amazon for $9.99. And uh, I love it. I hadn't never wrote with one. Well, I wrote with one way back in the 70s. And now to have one again, it's pretty neat. I love it. I'm glad that you're liking yours and that you found one in an art store at a deep discount. Isn't that neat? And thank you for the happy early birthday wishes, and it's good that you want to write poems and everything. Studies show that writing down things, too, helps us remember more that tecti um, tactile of writing, and it helps you remember more, and I know what you mean about helping others and doing others. I, I, prime example, I'm doing others because here I'm trying to charge my phone, and I ended up giving, but see what it got me though, helping others. Some, but sometimes it can be a drawback, and I know what you mean. And I, I'm glad that you like the variety of the show. It's it's fun for me to do the show too. And thank you for saying that I you consider me kind of a healer. I really felt flattered when my therapist told me that um, that group home that they were listening to me out in Watertown, New York, and means an awful lot. You know, if I can reach one person and make a difference with one person when we live on a planet, then good. You know, I, I've struggled in my life with so much, so many things. We all have. We really have. But a lot of times people are afraid to share their struggles. And I want to share my experience, strength, and hope with you guys. I know that things can get better. And I'm feeling right now, maybe 50 is the new 30 for me. Maybe this is this whole thing with Carpe is really going to be, is going to turn into something for me. You know, I know what it has done. It's taken away my sweaty armpits. So if not for nothing, that's a great thing. I'm telling you what, I'm not just saying that. I'm not, they're not paying me to say this stuff. It, it feels so good to be free from it. It's just, it's the worst feeling, you know? 
So yeah, you can get a hold of me just like Lisa did by heading on over to my website, WLOAP.com, if you're not using the Anchor app like Lisa was. And there's a little phone icon. It's going to go to my voicemail, but it is going to ring five times before it picks up. There's nothing I can do changing that perimeter. I tried to. I contacted Apple. I contacted my phone provider. And unfortunately, there's no way for me to change it. It's a Google Voice message system, so it will have to ring five times if you want to get through to We Live on a Planet. I would love to hear from you. Give me a call. I really would. And I'm also have a, a giveaway going on at WLOAP.com. If you head on over there, subscribe while you're there. And once you subscribe, you're instantly honored to win my prize that is over $50 value. And if you have already subscribed to the website, thank you. But if you ha- or if you already have, tell a friend about it because as soon as I get to 50, to 50 people, I'm going to give that giveaway. So if you've already entered, you telling a friend, that's going to get us up to 50 quicker. And boom, then you have an, a chance of winning. One in 50. One in 50 is pretty good. Those are good odds. It's a good price, too. It's not junk. It's not anything that is cheap. Well, there's a couple things in there. Those, those, are, those are fun things that I've got in there. And the theme, though, I'll give you a little hint, is the planet. That's the theme of the gift. So, yeah, that was fun. Uh, okay, so, and don't forget, too, I do have listener support option, too. So if you're loving the show, and you want to sh- support it, you can support We Live on a Planet for a small monthly donation of just 99 cents a month. 99 cents a month, that's what, $12 a year? You can cancel at any time. There's also a one-time pay option where you can just donate one time to the show. It's just like NPR. It's just like if you're driving around and you're listening to your favorite NPR provider in your local area. They run on that. They run on listener support, and they run on people just like you that can help the show, and that would be awesome. It helps with stuff like my bag initiative, my magnets, my stickers, those type of things that I'm giving away, my business cards, other things like that that just kind of out-of-pocket expenses that I'm taking care of. I did have a, a friend that I went to high school with that reached out to me and wanted to donate towards the bag initiative and I was just flattered absolutely flattered absolutely it's pretty amazing when we all come together we can do major big things as humans all right I think I think we did pretty well today this was a fun show I do appreciate it never give up on something that you can't go a day without thinking about Winston Churchill and then as always please Please, it's not always easy, but do your best to stay curious today the best you can. Be curious and not judgmental to your fellow man. And thanks for your time. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. I would love that. And don't forget, subscribe to Enter so you can win that giveaway. All right, my friends, take care. I will talk to you again real soon. Peace.